Hello and welcome to Run the Table. I'm your host Bryce Tinson. Obert, I think we're uh, I think we're back to making some picks, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, yeah, we made some picks uh, last year. Uh, they weren't very good, at least on my end. You did a pretty good job, Obert. We're half decent. You were fifty three, forty four, and three in college football. I'm giving you winners, folks. Okay, that's two years in a row now. You're giving winners. Yes, two. Um, yeah, above fifty percent winning percentage. Two years in a row in college football. Did it in the NFL. We'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to well, go. We're not we're not picking any NFL games, so we're not talking about it. Yeah, on this. I mean, next week and the week after that, we'll talk about that. Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we don't have to talk about it. Okay, but uh, I'm excited. I, yeah, I'm excited to go onward. You know, with this year and hoping to uh, reestablish that. It might be off to a rocky start week zero. I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I kind of. I kind of feel feel what you're saying here. Um, Mike did make his picks, um, but I forgot to put them in. So I remember some of them. Don't yes. remember all of them, but that's okay. <clears throat> so last year, I already said your record. I was 47, 50, and three. So three games below 500. It was a pretty mediocre year for me. I think most of the year I was I was pretty steady Eddie in terms of you know either either I think it was like three and four or four and three. Thank you you did use some voodoo magic to pull off some impossible feats. But, I did get um, some upsets. My uh, my underdogs were very, very good. Those will return next week for week one. That's where your locks on the on the other end of it. Your locks did the opposite of... Correct, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That South Carolina pick was... Incredible, as was, was the Arizona crazy. over UCLA pick. Yep. As was the Nebraska over Iowa. Like, I mean, we're talking multiple <laughs> double-digit underdogs. Outright, folks. Um, okay, so we're going to start very first game back in the 2023 season. Once again, is not in the United States of America. This one's in Dublin, Ireland. Lack of the Irish. Navy and midshipmen are taking on at Notre Dame. 20.5-point favorites are the fighting Irish. I don't know about you... But with the new head coach with for Navy, I don't know how uh, how I feel about this one. You know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I love our troops. Um, in fact, there's nobody I love more than our troops. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I am kind of more of an army guy. Uh, you are. You're an army. Go be, army. Go army. Yeah, exactly. Um, but just to be real with you, I think this could this could get ugly. And also, like fighting Irish in Irish in Ireland. I mean, oh yeah. Is this, like this is part of the Shamrock series, right? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. It's I, wraps. I mean, I feel like this could get very ugly, especially with how good this Notre Dame team could be. Sam Hartman as their quarterback. This offense should really only be a lot better. And then combine that with a defense that was pretty solid after week six. I mean, I wouldn't expect this to be anything but like a 35-point blowout. I was yeah. really surprised by this line. I was like, does Vegas know something we don't? So I, I, I don't know. I don't really get it. Like you said, a new coach for Navy. I think this could be could be bad, bad um, as far as a blowout. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I'm going I'm to take Notre Dame minus 20 and a half. And that hurts me because I hate Notre Dame and I love our troops. But just being real, I think uh, Notre Dame wins this game. I'll say 45 to 10. Yeah, I... When I saw the line the first time, I was like, I don't really know what the number would be for me to pick Navy. Right. Like, you're talking about 30. a first-year head coach in Brian Newberry, and I don't, you know, even la- like last year, the game was close. They won, Na- or Notre Dame won 35-32. That one, I is believe, right? was at Navy, though. Um, this one is across the pond. Plus, and, Notre Dame was poverty. And this is a different Notre Dame team. Like, it's... 
the transfer portal era is, era is so crazy that you can bring in a guy like Sam Hartman, who I call, or I don't call him this, but like he he shows up in big games. Right. He's 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 one of those guys. Game, Sam. I, I was going to say that, but I was like, is that? Yeah, I'll say it for you. Okay. Um, yeah, no, he like in the Clemson games, right? He would show up and he would play phenomenally. Let's not talk about the Louisville game last year, right. though. Um, and and both quarterbacks they had playing last year, Drew Pine and Tyler Buckner, are backups on their... In Tyler Buckner's case, he would be the third-string quarterback at Alabama. Drew Pine just got benched for a true freshman quarterback in Jaden Rashada. Now, Jaden Rashada is a very good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He was going to go play at Florida before some NIL stuff happened. But my point is... <clears throat> Notre Dame, for all of its strengths last year, it was really missing that quarterback. And lo and behold, they get, in my opinion, the best transfer portal quarterback that they could have gotten. I know some people say Devin Leary. Some people say DJ Uyunglele. But I was a big Sam Hartman guy. I always, always have been going back to 2021. Um, he's big game Sam. He's big game Sam. What more can you say, right? Um, and I, I, I also, like, Audric Estime might be one of my favorite players in college football, like outside of Michigan or... Ohio, which I didn't think I would say because I'm I hate Notre Dame, right? Right. Uh, uh, I can't like them; they're rivals. Right. They're but names, or Michigan's old rival. The way he runs the football, it's just it's reminiscent of the way football used to be. You know, the way the game's supposed the to way be the played. game is supposed to be played. He's yes, the type of guy he plays for the name right here, not the name yes, back here. Exactly. And yeah. That's what we like. I think I think everybody in Notre Dame does that. Um. <laughs> There's some guys that you know I don't like. A lot of guys I don't like. Well, yeah, but they don't actually have a name on the back. That's my point. Oh, you're so you're so darn smart. <laughs> no, but Estime is li- he's a literal bowling ball. Like I mean, he's he's kind kind of reminds me of um, Austin Eckler, like the way that he's built. Um, so I think that he's just dense. He is, and they got a, they got one of the best offensive lines in America. Um, wide receivers, they're a big question mark. Uh, obviously, if they replace Michael Mayer, too. Defensively, I'm not really worried about the defense just because Marcus Freeman is a defensive guy. I know they're recruiting well on that side of the ball. So, uh, give me give me Notre Dame minus 20 and a half. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Michael picked, uh, Mike picked these guys, too. Um, I mean, you're giving me 21. You're giving me three touchdowns. I'm taking right. three touchdowns. Come on now. Uh, next game we got UTEP is a one-point favorite taking on FBS newcomer Jacksonville State. Um, I believe they're also the Gamecocks, right? So now we got a, we got a second Gamecocks at the FBS level. I like it. Um, they are in the conference. So this is a Conference USA conference game. Um, we got two of those this week. UTEP, uh, I believe, I, I can't remember what UTEP did last year, but they're a one-point favorite against an FCS, a former FCS team. That should tell you about all you need to know um, in, in this one. You know, give me your pick. You don't have to give me this insane analysis like we do for other other weeks, but I want to know who, who, your feel. I'm taking University of Texas at El Paso. Um, I just think um, I used to have a NCAA dynasty at UTEP, um, yeah. and then I tried to leave and like get a better job, and they wouldn't let you. We literally went like eleven and one, like wh- no twelve and one, <laughs> and then I tried to get a better job. Might have even won the bowl game. I don't know. I think we might have lost LSU. And I tried to get a better job, and it wouldn't let me. Like, nobody would hire me. I was like, I just went 12-1 and one at a program that was like 5-7 and seven the year before. And you're just going to be like, no. Nope, not allowed. Like, what? What the hell is that? So, I've got some good memories while I was there, at least, at UTEP. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously, 
And th- and then year two, I was like, all right, well, that's just year one. And then year two, still wouldn't let me leave. That's that's unbelievable. It's wild. How, how could they ever do that to you? Because it's rigged. Um, but you know, um, so yeah, I'll take UTEP. Uh, <laughs> I guess Jacksonville State probably has a tough um, upgrade from FCS to FBS. Maybe that'll be a tougher transition. I don't really. Know. Yeah, that's the reason I'm going with UTEP. Is really just the. Anytime even a group of five team goes to the power five level, there's a jump there. Maybe not so much between FCS and and group of five that there is in between group of five and power five. But I think that there's enough there where UTEP's going to be able to catch them, uh, catch them off guard. In uh, I, Wait, is Jacksonville State Rich Rod's team? Maybe. I think it might be. Hold on. I have to look now because I think it is. Rich Rodriguez. I think he's the coach at Jacksonville State University. Former Michigan. Yes, he is. Wow. That's right. Yep. Wow. And you can't pick, pick Rich. No, I'm. I, no. That that gives just that just gives me more reason to not pick them because I hate Rich Rod with a burning passion. Yep. There's a fire inside me of disdain for Rich Rodriguez that that no nobody will be able to quell. Right. Um. Uh, you know what's crazy? That 2007 year is that Les Miles could have been Michigan's head coach. Yes. yes. It was like it was like that close to happening. That is crazy. Um, next game we have. I'm kind of oh, glad wait, he wasn't, I, though. Did I say I'm going Utah? Mike is going Jacksonville State. Yeah, I am too, because then, you know, does Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy H. ever take over at Michigan? Who knows? And then are we ever brothers? Good question. Yes, still. Yes. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd like to believe so. Um, next game. Oh, boy, do we got a good one for you. Don Brown takes on Jerry Kill as the UMass Minutemen take on the New Mexico State Aggies. The New Mexico State Aggies are at home and are six-and-a-half-point favorites defending their home turf. Um, Obert. So we got University of Massachusetts at Amherst going up against you. Wait, uh. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on main campus. Thank you. Uh, at New Mexico State University at... <laughs> Actually, is it Albuquerque? I think they're at Albuquerque. At Albuquerque. I think. No, uh, no, 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 no. They're not. They're not. They're lo- they're less Los Mesas, I think. You know, it's funny. University of Texas at El Paso. So, like, that's just, like, not main campus. No, you can't say main, main campus because it's a satellite. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's um, La- Las Cruces. Yeah. Okay, at Las Cruces, main campus. Yes, there you go. Um... I'm taking Jerry Kill. Uh, the the, uh, the video that goes around with him, you know, just eating that eating that deli bar out in the out in the snow. Uh, just oh, that's football guy material, and uh, I'm all about it. Um, I don't know a lickety squat about either of these two teams, but you know what? Now you know where my loyalties well, you, lie. No, no you, you you know the the hey, name coaches. of the mass UMass quarterback now, Who? Tyson. Pa- I can't remember his last name. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I, <knew> it <laughs> I got Folks, it pulled up. Good, it's a good thing. Um, now you know where our loyalties lie, and if the yep. game is on, you're like, "Oh, I'm to see if Obert's right." <laughs> then, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. Um, so, you know. um, yeah. So I'm I'm just gonna pick against Don Brown. Don Don Brown doesn't know how to call a defense if he doesn't have better athletes than the other team. That's yep. that's pretty simple. I mean, if you watch Michigan football in the late two, in the late twenty tens, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, plus, what Jerry Kill did, did last year at New Mexico State, getting this program to a bowl game. Are you kidding me? This program is hot dog water. It is awful, and he got him to a bowl game. Also, a lot of Midwest ethos in this game. A ton. And that, I, I want to bite it. And that kind of fires me up. I don't know about you. 
does. It definitely fires me up. Um, okay, this is... Uh, it's unfortunate. Oh, I, Mike might be going UMass. I don't I don't know. I don't remember. I, yeah, I think he's going UMass. University of Massachusetts. Okay, so this is a game that I'm going to have to... <laughs> main campus. Main campus. I'm going to have to X you out of this one, right? Yeah. You can't talk could, about it even... Can you talk about I it? I think I could talk about it. I think that would be fine, yeah. Okay, guys, for everybody that didn't know, and you're going to want to know because we got we got a direct line to the Ohio football program right here. This guy. Um, he's covering the... He's, he, what? Maybe not a direct line. You oh, know, okay. But. Well, we got a semi-direct line mm. to the football program sitting right to my left. Um, so the Ohio Bobcats are taking on the San Diego State Aztecs. Uh, I think... I think it's... It, I would assume it's in San Diego, right? It's not like yeah. one of those where it's like it's like in San Diego, but it's in like one of those suburbs. No, so San Diego San State Diego. University at San Diego main campus. Yeah. Okay. I just I don't want to say <laughs> it wrong. Get that right, folks. <laughs> um, yeah. So you can't actually pick this game. Mm-mm. He can't pick this game. I can pick this game. San Diego State's a two point favorite. Right. Um, it was three and a half. Yep. Got down to three. Curtis was announced as a starter, and then it was down two to two. And a half. Two and a half. And then it's since moved because people love the Bobbies, and why wouldn't you, right? Yep. And I, I can't... Give me your analysis because I can't ask you who you, who you who you pick. I think this is going to be a really good game, actually. Um, yeah, I think uh, both teams, um, obviously getting out to the head start, will be interesting to see like a week early uh, from week zero. Um, but... Yeah, I think it'll be a really good game. I think, um, so obviously, Curtis Rourke, the quarterback of the Bobcats, was announced as the starter by Pete Thamel, coming off the torn ACL late into the year last season. That's a remarkable turnaround. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, a great offense against a great defense. Yep. That's going to be a really fun matchup to see. So, um, and that's, you know, statistically speaking, that's what it was in the group of five. You know, our uh, Ohio offense especially back half of the season and the San Diego State defense, you know, two of the best in the country. So I think that matchup will be really interesting to see, and uh, it'll be cool to see uh, Ohio play a uh, Mountain West opponent. I don't know the last time we we played one. So Out of conference, it's been, it was when, uh, I don't know if Idaho was ever in the Mountain West. I guess Wyoming, but I mean. Yeah, but that's that's why I said out of conference. Right. Um, yeah, and, and I, don't, I had a train of thought, and I don't remember. Oh, I was going to say, if you if you are a fan of Michigan, you can watch a lot of former Michigan coaches this weekend. Yeah, hey, Don Brown, Rich Rod, Brady Hoke. Yeah, um, you know, Brady Hoke's defense at San Diego State has been fantastic ever since he's been there. Just constant. It's it is the epitome of consistency. They're always near the top. I think they're the best defense in the Mountain West, like every single year. Um, there's a reason that the Pac-12 wanted them before it died. It's because they're legit. And the Ohio Bobcats, who the Big Ten is eventually going to come calling for, uh, if they don't, they'd be stupid, um, is going to march into Snapdragon Stadium on a 75-degree beautiful day. Snapdragon Stadium. (laughs) And a a 75-degree beautiful day in San Diego, Southern California, uh, about a couple miles north of the Mexican-American border, and they're going to curb stomp the absolute... Shit out of the San Diego State Aztecs. It is going to be a bloodbath. It is going to be Thermopylae times 100. What's the final score? <laughs> 72 to negative 4. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that happens. But listen, the Ohio Bobcats are going America's to be. Darling. 
the second best team in the country this year. And the only thing that's going to stop them from playing in the national championship game against Michigan is the biased media. Wow. The mainstream Brand media does media. not want to see Athens, Ohio up in flames, which I understand. I, however, would love to because... If, if it means it, we win a national championship. <laughs> because if it is, it means that the Ohio Bobcats are national champions. And there's nothing more in this world that I would that I would want than for the Ohio Bobcats to be raising the what should be the crystal ball, but now it's the college football playoff trophy. Um, and it starts it starts in San Diego. It, yeah, it definitely starts in San Diego. Actually, like legitimately though, I think it's going to be a really close game, and I think it'll it'll probably be like a you know four point like twenty one seventeen or twenty four twenty one type game. Okay, I think it's going to be low scoring. I I, I just don't. I think that the veteran experience on the on the Ohio defense, especially with like Bryce Houston and Key Thompson, assuming that both are healthy and good to go, I, I know Key's been dealing with some stuff. Um, I think that that experience helps in Week Zero, right? Um, and obviously, San Diego State's defense speaks for itself. So, um, especially with Kurt, I, I don't know how Kurt, how Curtis is going to look coming back. Yeah, first first live game action. Coach did say he looks pretty good in the in the scrimmage they did, but. That's beside the point. The whole reason Week Zero even exists is for this team and this team right here. The Hawaii Rainbow Warriors are traveling to Nashville, Tennessee, and it, they're going to play in a stadium that's not even completed yet. They're still, they're, they're almost, they're so close. I still think they, I don't know how much they got left, but it's not done. It, it's right. not done. The good news is there's going to be like 20 people there. Yep. So it's not a huge deal. Hawaii at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is 17 and a half point favorites over the Rainbow Warriors. Um, Obert, I don't know about you, but this feels like a little too many points. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, listen, Vandy, I think, was playing better towards they the were. season Absolutely last year, nice. and I get that. But, you know, I mean, Hawaii has never been the sort of team that I, I would think would get curb stomped in this game, as you said. <laughs> I, I don't think they would get killed in this game at all. I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be a, uh, a blowout or anything like that. So I, I think it'll be a very close game, um, and, and Vanderbilt wins by ten or something like that. But I, I, I'm going to take Hawaii. Um, yeah, I, I think I think Vanderbilt probably has a decent year, and they probably go something like four and eight. But um, as far as the days of Expecting them to blow out teams by twenty one or twenty four, not there yet. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I, I would be hard pressed to see this Vandy team win by you know three touchdowns. I I just don't see it happening. There is there's a path for it if Hawaii just like comes out and is not ready to play right. at all. Um, but I, I I do I do think this Hawaii team is. I, you know, I don't know a ton about them. I do know that they had some issues, and now they've got a guy in there that's uh, a former Hawaii player back when uh, I think Colt Brennan was the quarterback, so from the, the mid-2000s. And, you know, I, I, I just think that I, I feel good about this Hawaii team going into Nashville in an in empty stadium that's you still see, like, equipment, like construction equipment in the stadium. And it's like, it's like we're playing football today in this stadium? Yeah. And I think Hawaii is going to be ready to go. So I'll go with Hawaii. Uh, give, give me the give me this 17 and a half. G- give me all those points. I'll take them. Eat them. Um, no, I'm not going to eat them. <laughs> Wait, you're not going to eat them? No, I'm not going to eat them. All right. So no. no, but I will eat 31 points in this next game. San Jose State travels to University of Southern California at Los Angeles main campus to take on Calabe Williams and the USC San Fighting Jose Trojans. San Jose State at San Jose, I'm guessing? Probably. Main campus. 
See, like those are just not as fun. Yeah, no. When it's the like, city, it's like. Right. But like, see, but here's the thing: Miami's in Coral Gables, so it's Miami at Coral Gables main campus. So that's that why I was cool. That so like, cool. I, that's why I was, you know, I was, I was a little confused about San Diego State because yeah. they also have San Diego University. Yeah, University Jimmy, of San Diego. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. It? Jimmy H used to coach there. Well, a little fun, fun tidbit cool. for you. Um, okay, USC is a thirty-one point favorite. Over San Jose State at home. Now, will there be fans there? That's a good question. It's, uh, I think, a 7.30 kick. Right. That feels right. Um, And, you know, USC back in its heyday had that Coliseum packed. Mm -hmm. Recently, though, it's been been a little light because they haven't been great. They're fair weather fans down there in Southern California. And, you know, if I live there year-round, I might be too. Um, do you think the house is going to be packed for this week's zero game against San Jose State? No, really not. <laughs> um, they they were great last year and packed the packed the house really once against Notre Dame. That was pretty much it. So uh, it's a hard it's a hard house to pack, like you said. So much going on down there in Los Angeles, but I'm going to go with USC. Um, I don't think it really matters. They came out last season sprinting. Um, I know San Jose State isn't some FCS team that can just scratch off, but I really they're no think- Fresno State. No, they are no Fresno State. Um, but I, you know, I, I think this is this is a game where USC really comes out ready to play. Oh, you know, I I think with all of the positive momentum from last year, and and you flash back to like those Lincoln Riley Oklahoma teams and how they played in some of uh, those early non conference games, and they could be up forty two to nothing at halftime, yeah, because those offenses were so dynamic. I think it's some of you know, the same sort of feelings in this game. I think uh, Lincoln-Riley teams typically come out and play well in these games unless it's against Tulane. But, um, but yeah, I, I would think USC. And I mean that in the Oklahoma. Didn't they? Didn't they? Uh, I think his last year at Oklahoma, they struggled against Tulane, right? Isn't that right? Or maybe it was Tulsa? I don't know. I don't know. It, Tulsa sounds right. Um, Tulsa sounds right, yeah. Um, so he struggled against one of those teams uh, that one year. But But primarily it's like, Low, especially when he has great offenses like he does this year. I think USC scores a ton of points, and this isn't really that close to even the number. So I would, I would say something like fifty-one to ten, maybe, and they cover it by by ten points. So I, I think this offense is going to look great. Probably Caleb Williams comes out by halftime or third quarter, and uh, and USC rolls. Um, give me San Jose State in a outright victory. Outright out. Right, no, I'm just kidding. USC starts out 0-1. 0-1 because of the Spartans. No, this is this is going to be a bloodbath. I mean, this is going to be bad. Um, this is going to be the curb stomping. Yeah. I legitimately think USC is going to put up like 63 points. They 66 could. 66 points. I think like 66, 17 is not out of the realm of possibility. Wow. Um, as crazy as that is to say, but I feel like thirty-one, like Vegas, Vegas almost like has a point cap. Sometimes they're like, mm-hmm. I, they're like, I want to, I still want to get money on it, so I'm not going to make it as high as it needs to be. Right. Um, but thirty-one's not enough. SDSU <laughs> is up to a three-point favorite. Interesting. Change it live? Do we do we change it live on nah, the air? I guess not. No, nope, you said it. You looked it up. Okay. You said it, so it still it still counts. So that's a three. We're getting three points now. I'll gladly take three points. I mean, while you're at it, USC's down to a thirty and a half point favorite. Oh, gee, we're getting all the line movement today. This Why is awesome. Not? This is awesome. Um, Vanderbilt's down to a fourteen point favorite. No, nope. let's, let's just leave nope. that. That stays at seventeen and a half. <laughs> I'm yeah. <just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That stays. That why, stays. Uh, why is there so much line movement two days before the game? Three and a half points. Do they know? 
What do they know? What does Vegas know? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going USC to cover now 30 and a half. 31 right. points. Yeah. Why did that line move down? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Is Caleb Williams going to play? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't he, you know? I don't know. Is, no. But why would that? Okay, if Caleb Williams doesn't play, how much does the line move? Um, Probably like seven points. 24. And a half, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's, that seems right. Last game, FIU, Florida International University at... Miami, Florida. I looked it up. They're in Miami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more Miami than Miami. Florida International University at Miami main campus. Hold on, I'll look up this that's, one. that's insane. They're in Miami, and Miami's not. Crazy, isn't it? Um, They're taking on Louisiana Tech at... Uh, Ruston, Louisiana. Ruston. <laughs> at Ruston main campus. Is it? Is it? It's Louisiana Technology. Technical University? Louisiana Technical University at Ruston main campus. I like that. Okay. By the the end of this season, you're going to know every single city that these colleges are are from. Yes. And you're going to know it's main campus too, unless it's not. In which case, you know. Hey, question for you. Do you know what the the mascot is or the nickname is for Louisiana Tech? Bulldogs. Did... Did you know they don't show a bulldog anywhere on their helmet? There, there's not a bulldog on it. That's actually wild. They have the they have the the Ella, their Louisiana boot, and it's the La Tech. Yeah. There's no there's no hmm. dog anything. That's actually interesting. Wow, they're eleven point favorites at home. I, I don't even know. This is the this is the last game on at night. Yeah, and all I know is that FIU's program is like they're they're talking about getting rid of it. <laughs> Uh, also, they're an international. Like, what is that? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I'm still going uh, the Panther stuff, Florida International. Um, no rhyme or reason. <laughs> I, no, you did have rhyme or reason. I always played against La Tech in... Uh, I actually switched this last minute because I didn't want to pick all the same as you. Uh, <laughs> I switched this last second because um, I always played against Louisiana Tech at UTEP, and they actually gave me issues. Oh, so there's so, so there's some bad blood there. There is some bad blood. I didn't have a lot of issues. That makes FIU. sense. You, um, you took them to a national championship, actually, FIU. I did. I, yeah, I won a national championship with FIU, running yeah. strictly the spread option. Yeah, it's, and dominated. Jeez, I, I beat Ohio State in the national championship game. Uh, you actually played well in that game. Like, I came back from like a 14 point deficit or something yeah, like that. As much as that system was like literally taking candy from a baby, <laughs> like it took skill that that last game. Um. So, Mike, I, I forgot to update. Uh, Mike obviously took Ohio. Mike would take Ohio if they were. Uh, Against Ohio State. He, w- he would take them if they were a plus or if they were minus or no. Yeah, plus like 150 against the NFL all like all time greats team. Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah, they're, they're going to. I don't know where I was going with that. That was kind of stupid. Um, I think he, took, he would. I think he took Vandy. I think he took San Jose State because he would never take USC. And then I think he took Louisiana Tech. I don't. Those could be very wrong. I have his text message. I was just bad about putting them in yeah, the document. Yeah, we'll update it in the graphic. The graphic posted on Saturday morning. Who so, cares what my think, right? I mean, geez, it it, it's true. Thirty and forty last year. I think, yeah, I think it was worse than that. I, I, I don't really want to scroll up right now. Um, okay. That is that is that is the extent of the week zero games. Um, next week, when we do come back to talk about or to do locks and. Or to do our picks, God damn it! I've got like a, I've got like a foggy, like a foggy sickness brain right now, so I can't really think straight. 
um, or talk straight. So I'm kind of all over the place right now. It's okay. Um, so picks next week. We'll have locks. We'll have underdogs. We have a lot of games to talk about. We might even pick extra games because there's still no NFL. So just be on the lookout for that. As for the rest of this week, so this is today's Friday. This will this or the we'll have a Civil War podcast going up on Saturday morning. At least that's the goal to try and get it up so you can watch it before the the game start. Um, we went very long on that one, like really long. Um, I think it was War episode. It was but, an, I think it was an hour and sixteen minutes. But I'll bet our first one ever for Civil War was probably it might have about been the same length. But it was well worth it. That's what I was trying to get yeah. at. Is like you, if you are interested in that league, you're going to want to watch that. Right. It's good. One hundred percent. We'll be back obviously Saturday. Then after that, I, we can't really do takeaways from week. Well, we could talk about no, the Notre Dame and the. USC and game. the USC game and, and what happened in the Ohio San Diego State game, but like, there's not really going to be takeaways. I we, oh, you know what? We'll have our NFL predictions next week. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that so that we have something along with. Um, I don't know what else to be honest with you. Um, right. <laughs> or we can talk. We can talk baseball or golf <laughs> if you want. I yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll have something next week. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll have to obviously pick week one, but. Other than that, yeah, yeah, be yeah we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. Okay, thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See ya.